Welcome back, everybody, to the show. It's Brother Brother episode. Who knows? I don't know. We could look it up. We probably should. So uh, this one is goes out to you, Constancio D, because truthfully, th- this podcast may have uh, pod faded <laughs> if you hadn't, you know, talked about wanting to um, listen to the show again. Uh, so this is episode 130. Technically, it's episode 131. Well, yeah, because we did record one, like, what, 10 days ago or so? Yeah, and then it was only a week ago. Whatever. The point is, we recorded it, and then it just never got edited, which is, like, I guess a problem. Well, it's, yeah, it's a problem, but no. But um, one of the reasons we just haven't been around is because life has just been weird, and just talking about the news all the time was getting a bit depressing, so we just not didn't, and then... We see each other, so, like, we're always talking about stuff anyway. So, by the time we want to sit down and record, there's really nothing to talk about that we haven't already talked about. And we've talked about it so much, it's like, for us, it's beating a dead horse. Right. Exactly. Plus, I was, like, after, what, like, two months or so, I think, uh, since we recorded anything, I was like, well, nobody's saying anything, so it's not like we're be- we're missed. And then Constancio D was like, yo... There's I used to listen podcast. to this show, this little podcast, and two with these two brothers. So, I guess we're back. Yeah, um, for a bit. Yeah, we're back for a bit. Hopefully, we'll have some good news to report in the coming weeks. Um, but either way, I mean, I think we're gonna sort of change the format, go back to the way it was sort of at the beginning, where we find a subject that we want to talk about, not necessarily has to be tied to a current event, and then that way we can talk about stuff that interests us stuff that we hear from our friends and family and our Twitter folk, and uh, it can be a lot lighter for us. And I wouldn't mind if it was shorter, too. Like, try and keep it to an hour. It's normally an hour. It's usually, it's usually like an hour and a half. Nah. that's it It's been a while since like that. Even the one we just recorded was only like 47 yeah, It was longer minutes. than that. It wasn't under it was not And we under wanted to keep it to like 30. And you wanted to keep it to whatever. 20. And I said that wasn't happening. Whatever. It's neither here so, nor there. So I guess real quick, Cars the Corner, just um, rapid fire some of the things that we've been doing. Uh, we went on a trip. Not a trip. I, I say it's a trip, but it, our mom was moving from North Carolina to Colorado. It was a trip. So, yeah. So we flew down to Colorado. No, flew down to North Carolina to get her pick pick up her stuff basically we packed it up put her on a plane to colorado and then we drove from north carolina to colorado springs it was a interesting snapshot of the country for sure especially um this was in september so like late summer vibes but like going through state by state and seeing the differences and Places where it was mandatory for you to wear a, a mask in a business versus, you know, encouraged versus people just not giving a fuck. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to see people's attitudes to you because, like, us living in Massachusetts, you know, a blue state, we've had mask mandates since, like, March. And everyone just went along with it. We understand. You know, this is how we can protect ourselves, protect others, and minimize the spread of this pandemics like one of the few things we as a public can do and going into states where people were just looked at you like you had 14 heads coming out of your nose and you're just like yeah i'm wearing this mask why aren't you wearing this mask right exactly i mean the state of missouri like we went to a gas station not far after we crossed into into missouri and i and i keep telling this story to people like, I walked into that place, and I just got hit with the smell of the most heavenly cinnamon, honey bun, rolls, whatever you want to call them, wherever you're at. Like, better than Cinnabon. And I went to the bathroom, and I remember commenting to you, like, before I leave this gas station, I'm giving myself one of those cinnamon built rolls. Right. And then we get out of the bathroom. You Nobody know, we, has a mask on. We clean our hands, san- hand, put you know, hand, ta- hand sanitizer on, because it had in our pockets the entire trip. And I walk up to the counter... And before I can even get there, just no one's wearing... I, I look around. No one in the store is wearing masks. And they're that, not even wearing masks while they're preparing food. And that was the thing. The people who were preparing yeah. food weren't wearing masks. And I was like, what is... What are we even doing? What are we doing here? But, and then it's like, I'm so mad because that's why we're 
we are where we are because people just refuse to do the the you know like come on people it's not hard to do just just do the right thing and people just don't want to do that it's like i know whatever like this is why we we kind of took a break i don't want to dwell on well, it it's just it's just beating a dead horse i'll we say that we all know what's wrong with exactly the country. i'll say it i'll say it the way I, a comedian or someone on twitter said it like no one's ever had a problem with the no shirt no shoes no service policy right so if you're okay wearing clothing to get served and to go into public then you should be okay putting a thin piece of cloth over your nobody complains mask. about seat belts exactly well some people do, but regardless, that's not the point. Um, so yeah, so that trip was interesting. It was weird to go across the country. Kansas is a state that just never fucking ends. If you're driving east to west across that bitch, it just does not end. And cops everywhere. It's like nobody wants to be in Kansas. Exactly. We're and, all speeding and, and, to get out right. of Kansas. Just let us out of your stupid flat state. That's it. Just let us out. I don't really have much more in my Carson Corner. We've done some other things. We tripped around. Um, we did some hiking during the summer. We mm-hmm. tripped around. We I got to trip around I the had city. A tick thing. Yeah, Red's got some ticks, but I mean that's gonna well, happen, right? But it's just it's so I've never it's so weird to have to do a tick check. Yeah, gotta do it. Gotta check it. Cause like in, in hiking in North Carolina, yeah, you have you're supposed to and you should. Was ne- was never really. Plus, I think I don't know what it is, but like it just seems like the trails in North Carolina are so much better and more well man- maintained. Well, I think there are less trails in North Carolina. No, Mm-mm. no, there's more land to go on, more land to go hiking. I think there are less trails, because like everyone goes to. There are only a few trails that everyone goes to. Like there aren't people who are like free hiking in in North Carolina. Not really. Like most people are going to to pass. Like every single place that you go, that you would go to was like either a state park or a regional right. park and it was like that one city's park so everyone in that city was going to that one park uh, I don't know about that because around here there are a bunch of trails that have been around for literally hundreds of years and some of them are more maintained some aren't but people are always not as many people not like huge groups of people around them but like like for instance, Ravenswood. Ravenswood is a place that people go so often right. that you're not going to get ticks there because the path is well-traveled, well-beaten. Whereas opposed to like Old Thompson, where if you're not going on the Eagle's Crest, if you're not doing the main Eagle's Crest, whatchamacallit, you got to worry about ticks all the time because people don't go there all the time except for like but Ravenswood local, isn't, it, local regulars. There's like one or two paths on Ravenswood that are really well maintained but for the most part That's Ravenswood is That's definitely not true. Like I I went from um, the beginning of Ravenswood to the end near um, Old Fort or what's that Fort uh, what's help me out here. I'm not quite sure what you're talking about because if you go to Ravenswood if you go front you to back without where, taking where the any cannons trails, are. Um, What's that, that park there? Oh, Stage Fort? Stage Fort. Yeah. And like it, because there's a, there's a trail that goes all the way to Stage Fort. But once you get towards like Stage Fort, that trail is just nothing but you like going through bush and brush and Well, stuff. that's because that's not, like most people wouldn't consider that a Ravenswood trail. But it's okay. Because well. Ravenswood is everything on the backside. To go to stage four, you have to cross the road. Right. Yeah, but once you're like, if you look at the Ravenwood's official map, that trail's off. That trail's on the map, though. It's on the map, but it's not considered part of Ravenswood. What you call it? Becky and I got have been on that trail yeah. a bunch, but like that's most people don't do that trail because it's easy to get lost. And like you say, it's not. It's a trail that isn't really considered an official trail well, anymore because they don't maintain it. Okay. But that's neither here nor. This is all inside baseball. Right. Everyone else is like, you "What the fuck are you talking, talking about?" Shit about your, your Massachusetts. You're just mad that, you're, okay. that people are okay. talking down about North and, Carolina. Uh, and you know what? Since I'm talking shit about Massachusetts, you guys need to uh, like like your definition of waterfall. That has nothing to do with us. That has everything to do with us, us, the websites that you go on to. <laughs> Because if you go on the All Trails website, they show you pictures of the falls and let you know that right. like, how far the it actually drops so that it's not an actual but, fall. But, but like, I, I looked up uh, the best waterfalls in, in Massachusetts or whatever, and then and then like I go to the All Trails to check out the trail, and then the photos, and I'm like, that's not a waterfall. 
That's water going over a rock. Well, technically, as long as it drops, it's a fall. <laughs> okay. And, okay. And outside of that, I agree with you. Because all the good waterfalls in Massachusetts are all in western, Mass, uh, in western Massachusetts. But that's because eastern Massachusetts is flat. Like, there's no real elevations. There's no real yeah. mountains in, in Massachusetts until you go out west. And I was thinking about doing... Like, I saw this challenge that was big on uh, hiking Instagram for a bit. It was like, um, people want to do this the 50 highest peaks or something basically you, you try and climb like the 50 highest peaks in the one in each state, one in each state. Yeah. And i was thinking about doing that but then i was like some of those are going to be like mount rainier's you yeah. know or think something about like colorado that. Think yeah about montana think about alaska right so like, north carolina is not even the thing about it is whatever the tallest peak is it's going to be strenuous you're not going there will Obviously, there are going to be some states where you're going to get off easy. Right. But even in like places like in Kansas and in, in Indiana, the tallest peak may be the tallest peak because it comes from a place that's below sea level. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to do some more research before I try and make a bucket list like that. Yeah, that's wild. Like uh, our mutual friend um, Clark, his parents are big hikers. Right. And they've done. I can't remember what it is. I think he said it was like all a hundred peaks in, in Massachusetts in, in New Hampshire no or, no or was it New England no well it might even have been in New England yeah. but definitely in New Hampshire they found right. every single one in New Hampshire and New Hampshire has the White Mountains and Mount Washington yeah. like they have legit fucking mountains it's like so the idea that you've done them all mm-hmm. is mind blowing to me so those are bucket lists where I'm just like you gotta if you're gonna do that you gotta do that early you yeah. gotta give yourself a decade or two to get through. Right, yeah, I would do it over the rest of your life. A decade or so. The rest of your damn life. Well, no, if you're I doing the yeah, top 50, yeah, the rest back. of your life. If you could, because I would like, you could drive to being in Massachusetts, you could theoretically drive to most of the East Coast and parts of the Northeast and parts of the Northern Maine. Right, because you have Maine, New Hampshire, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Vermont New, Vermont, York, Vermont, New York, Pennsylvania. Like, honestly, driving from Massachusetts to Florida is like 24 hours. So if you weren't going to fly, if you oh, just were fly. just driving, like if you were saying, I'm going to drive down so I can hit Florida, I'm going to hit, on this vacation, I'm going to take my 10-day vacation and I'm going to hit uh, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Florida. I'm going to do boom, boom, See, boom, See, the boom, way boom. I would do it is I would find out what the easiest ones are and which ones I have to take vacation time for. You know, because some of them I figure I could probably fly in, take a couple of days, do it, and then fly back. Yeah, do it over a long holiday. Right. Over three or four days or something. But some of them I, I have to figure. You're probably... You're, you need to take some vacation time. Yeah. Well, just some of them you're going to have to be like, I'm going to have to prepare for this... My right. vacation is this climb. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's wild. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to look into it. Because, like, I also want to do the Appalachian Trail. And I think I want to nope. start that this first. Is, this is me shaking my head. you got to pick one or the other with those two. You're not going to be able to... That is such a... Well, but the thing is, I would do it in parts. And that was one I'd probably do over a decade or so. Yeah, but uh, there's just better things... The better ways to spend your time. It's not... not no. I would rather go to every single capital in the country than do the Appalachian I do want to do that too. Well, that just like that's my point. Like if you're instead of spending your time just walking through the woods cuz eventually you're just you're all you're doing it not for the sights but to say you finished it. No, I would be doing it for the sights. No, but the sights are the same thing for literal miles. Oh, look, I'm still in the mountains of Tennessee. Hey, guess what? The mountains of Tennessee look the same as mountains in West Virginia. We'll see. After a That's while, where we differ. after a while, that That's site is differ. going to be the same. It's like walking. It's be like. It's basically just be and like. I'm going to walk across. I'm going to walk across. I'm going to walk across the the Saharan Desert. At some point, the desert is the desert. No, it's not. No. Yes. It's not the same. Yes, it is. Trees are trees, man. Hey, Jonathan. Trees are trees. That's why I'm the wokest hiker. Uh, I don't think that's <laughs> how that works. Um. Do you want to get into your T-Mobile story? Or are you good? No, for the I'm good. Corner? That's basically. So we are going to get into it. Yeah, it's not. No, it's not worth it. Maybe somebody asks about it. Um. All right. With that, we're going to see what's going on in the news. Let's just. I'm okay. going to fight through it real quick, just because, just to talk about it. Uh, Barrett was confirmed by the Senate for the Supreme Court. 
The markets lost 900 points on Wednesday because of, you know, the tomfuckery going on in America and the world, COVID, yada, yada, yada. Right now, early voting is crushing records in just about every single state. Texas, as of Friday, um, basically 94% of what their vote was in 2016 is what their vote is today. So it's going to be, again, huge records between early voting tomorrow through Sunday through most states. And I'll just say this. I think people are making too big a deal about the fact that there's a lot of early voting. And people are like, oh, that means people are enthusiastic. I don't know if that's necessary. There's part of it. But I think it's also a lot of it's just COVID. Uh, I think a lot of it's COVID. I think some of it, I don't think enthusiasm is really the word I would go with. I think it's like intrigue. But I also think it is a good sign that more people are voting because it means more people are paying attention. Regardless of how they vote, just the fact that more people are voting, that's, I think, the sign of a healthy society. Is the number well, of I, I don't think we'll know that more people voted until Tuesday. Yeah, well, I Because Tuesday might have low voter turnout. I don't think it will. I think Tuesday will still be big. Well, I, it may it will definitely, I think, be lower than what it normally is, like you say, because of COVID, but I think it will still be measurably big, and I think the numbers are going to be... I mean, there are, they're going to be record-breaking in many states just because they've already... Right. Voted. I think we're at, what, 35 million people have voted, and then the last time there was 120-some-odd million people have voted. I don't know if it was that much. Yeah, because Trump got 62 million votes, and Hillary got you know like 63 or something like that total votes 2016 did I ask for the electoral but anyway so yeah. it's gonna be interesting um oh, I know what I, yeah 127 yeah. 128 million people right roughly that's a lot um alright uh also COVID close to 230 thousand people um have died from it we're now at the point where a thousand people are dying over a thousand people are dying a day again well i had to get a COVID test too uh, on the way back yeah right well, when we got back when we got back and it, it came out negative no it's negative more people died on thursday than have died in the last decade in the war in afghanistan that's wild I don't think that's wild. I think that is wild. When people, more people are dying from a disease that than a war. Yeah, but I mean, more people died from the the uh, Spanish flu than died in World War One. Yeah, but the Spanish flu was way more lethal. But, and they weren't dying per but, day. But my point is, pandemics. But not per do day that. is what I'm saying. That's why they're pandemics. Yes, I get that. But the Spanish flu wasn't killing people per day than wars were. It kill more people over time the fact that people are dying so quick because this is the thing about it, it's like this isn't that lethal in the grand scheme of things and the number of people who are infected versus the number of people who have died but if it mutates which is possible and becomes more lethal this fact that a thousand people are dying per day like that could double triple quadruple and they're even talking about the fact that the infection rates are going to double by january so right I mean, it is something to be aware of. But that's really all the things we're going to cover in the news. I'm sure there are other things that happen, but for the most part, that's what we wanted to talk about. Oh, uh, real quick, I guess. Wait, scroll down. Yeah, this is kind of a corner thing. I didn't end up losing my job or whatever. I know we talked to, I think we talked about this before. I didn't get, like, uh, furloughed, but I did get reduced to part-time. And because it was a furlough action, I get to collect unemployment, which is good and nice. So, I guess it's good for me. Other people lost their jobs, which sucks. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it sucks that the Senate was just like, we're going to fuck off till after the election. Yeah, fuck you guys. And now Mitch McConnell's talking about how they probably won't really see anything until after the new Congress is sworn in. Which right. Is, again, Tom Fuckery. It's gonna, that's going to play great on the markets. But before we get into some happier or lighter news, we did want to talk, with this being an episode that's going to come out before the election, um, we did want to talk about the predictions for uh, some of the toss-up states. Because, you know, there are states that just don't matter. But with what are considered, quotation, toss-up states, uh, I wanted to know what uh, your feelings were uh, just doing a few predictions. So... um, Okay, in that case, why don't we bring up a a map of the U.S. And I know this is on the fly. It is. Um, try and, like, make our electoral map. I feel like that's a lot of work to do all 50. No, there, there are a lot of maps that will fill in, like, 
like you can fill in uh, elect look up electoral map prediction or my electoral map or create your own electoral map maybe oh there it is use the interactive click here yeah see it, it fills out and then you can change things if you want uh, this feels like a lot okay really whatever. to go through all 50 I mean they're the only I have nine listed and they're really the only states that matter okay uh, when it comes to toss-up because there are some that are on this I just don't think like we know who New York's going for. We know that North Dakota and South Dakota are going. Oh, I wasn't gonna do it. For, name like all of them. I just wanted to see what like your knee-jerk reaction on on like who's gonna have the most uh, electoral votes or whatever. Oh, I, that's what I did with the uh, the original breakdown. Cause like I I don't think I need the number, but I feel good about. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm still gonna do the the interactive and tweet it out and see if other people. Want to tweet out? What yeah, we'll we'll, like. we'll tweet out our electoral maps and we'll tweet out a link with it. That way, people can put this in. It's it's being recorded on Friday, and this is my pledge. This will go out Saturday morning. That means John is going to be doing editing it tonight, and I'm just gonna stay up and play video games, maybe Quest and WoW. So when you see this on Saturday and you hear me predict it's gonna on Saturday, know that I was right. Don't you say a thing, Reg? Yeah. Don't if you, you have nothing nice to say. Don't say anything. Uh, but anyway, here we go. let's go. Our predictions, toss-up say, starting with the Sun Belt. Uh, Georgia, who do you got? Uh, Trump. Reds is going with Trump. I think Biden wins a close one, and I'll even go up further on the lead, uh, on a limb. There's too much fuckery that's going on in Georgia. Georgia. Georgia's going to win. That's the reason why people have been voting so in so high numbers beforehand. Georgia is... Biden's going to win Georgia, and they're going to... Both senators, both Senate seats are going to go blue. Okay. Ossoff, uh, but I think that's his name. Yeah, he's gonna win, and the black guy, the black preacher, is gonna get over fifty percent, so he doesn't have to go into a runoff. Wow, that's a big prediction. That's my that is my swing for the fence prediction for this entire thing. I started out strong. Um, what, what 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 do they call that in gambling when you have to like predict everything? Right oh or my, this is my parlay bet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Food. I gotta see if someone is is. You can bet on the election, yeah. I might do. I might put that bet in because that's got to pay out a lot. It's right. got to pay out a lot. How much would you put on it? Ten dollars. I'd probably put like ten or twenty bucks on it. Like I would be okay. okay because if I put twenty bucks on there and it's like five thousand to one odds, something like that, you know, I'll take that. Um, North Carolina. Um, I'm gonna go with Trump again, and I think Tom Tillis saves the seat. I'm going with Biden, and I'm gonna say. Uh, is Tillis leading right now? I thought he was... It's close. It's close. I'm going to say Tillis loses. Uh, and this is one I... Here's the thing. If Trump wins, then Tillis wins. If Trump... But I don't know if it's Trump that helps Tillis or if it's Tillis that hurts Trump, you know? See, I think it's more likely that Tillis loses than Trump loses. If I had to pick one person not to win, I would pick Tillis to lose and Trump to Right. I think f what, what, I, what I mean is, I think if Trump, if Biden wins, it's because Trump, Tillis lost and people were just like, fuck Tillis and Trump and just didn't go out to vote for either one of them. But if if Trump wins North Carolina, it's be if, yeah, if Trump wins North Carolina, then Tillis will win too because people, people went, went out, out to for, vote Trump for Trump and just went right. ticket. That makes sense. All right, Florida. I, I, here's the thing. I'm going to go with Biden because historically, whoever wins Florida, Ohio, Pennsylvania. I don't think it's Pennsylvania. I don't think that's the other state. I'm pretty sure it's Pennsylvania. It's, it's, I'm pretty sure it's not Pennsylvania. I want to say it's Florida, Ohio. Wisconsin? In Michigan? No. It's one of those Midwest states. But one of them predicts the winner, and yeah, okay, two states, Florida, Florida, and Ohio. Um, so yeah, so that's why I'm going to go with with Trump. I mean, uh, Biden. No Republican ever elected has won without winning Ohio. That's wild. Yeah. Wow. I think Arizona is starting to wow. become one of those states where you have to win it too. But uh, don't quote me on that one. Don't quote me, boy, because I ain't said shit. Uh, but yeah, so rest in peace, easy. That's why I'm going with Biden. I'm going with Trump in Florida, 
If Trump wins Florida, it's, it's I, not game over. He can't lose. He Florida. can't lose Florida, but it's not about the fact that he can win it. I don't think. I don't think it. I don't think that Florida matters. It matters. It obviously matters. But I don't think it's a be all win all be all because Biden can win without winning Florida. That's part of the reason why they're not. I mean, yeah, they put Obama down there to this week, but like they're not like hardcore pressing. I mean, you know, if he loses this election, one of the things that they should look back at is his poor performance with with Hispanics and Latinos. The fact that they didn't take the platform that Bernie had. Well, the problem is, and I think what we're seeing now and the reason we're seeing the problem with Latinos is that people, both parties see Latinos as one group, as, you know, as, as Latinos. But they need to look at Latinos the same way you might look at Europeans. You know, you can't be like all Europe thinks this way because they don't. And yeah. the same thing with Latinos. There's just too many people. It, Latinos is a, in a way, kind of a racist catch-all for everybody who's brown and speaks Spanish. Yeah. You know, but you have Cubans, you have Argentinians, you have Venezuelans, Colombians, Colombians, Mexicans. You know, they don't all think the same. But people act like they're just all one monolith. Yeah. that I mean, but again, that's the reason why, like, Bernie was getting, like, 76% of of Latino support during the primaries. The fact that, like, you're going to bring some of Bernie's people on, but you're not going to, like, do the work, not use his platform that's already built in. Like, mm-hmm. they should have been having Biden for, uh, Latino for Biden events as soon as he won. But like, again, it's because they're not in touch with anybody. It's why everybody who's voting for Biden is doing it. They're holding their nose and doing it. I get that, but I'm just saying it's the lazy. If he loses, this is something that people should look back on and be like, "This but is." But they won't. Failed. They'll blame progressives. Of course. They never look back. Of course. Um, all right, Arizona, Reg. Who you got winning Arizona? I can't believe Arizona's even a toss-up. It's up. insane that this is where we are. And I, I think. I gotta go Biden. See, that's what I did too. It's it's insane to me to say, but I think Biden because I think for the simple fact that it's even a toss up. There, not only is it the fact that it's a toss up, it's the fact that like their Senate, the lady who was um, put in after their senator passed away or whatever, uh-huh. uh, John McCain passed away. Like she's gonna lose her seat. Yeah, and it's not gonna be close. Right. Like the fact that they stopped basically fundraising for her. At the end of August, yeah, they were just like, "Yo, I'm sorry, you're dead," and it's and that's crazy, and and I think it's because it's it's a city, uh, it's a a state full of old people, yeah, and they're fucking scared because of COVID, and Trump has done jack shit about it. Not only that, Trump's been like, "Yo, old people yeah. are gonna die, sorry," right. and they're like, "What? Excuse yeah. me." That's the reason why Florida's in play, yes, because of how many seniors sit, which is why I I think you're saying that Trump's gonna take Florida is just not. That's, I just, I don't know. I, I don't think that's going to happen. All right. Uh, I think if Florida goes to Trump, then... I don't think it means anything. I think it means everything. I don't think it means anything. Because here's the thing. He can very realistically... It's not about the Georgia numbers. and North Carolina. It's not about uh, the It numbers. is about the number. Because here's the thing. Him winning Florida doesn't guarantee him. Doesn't. It would, it would be different. He could lose Florida, but if he loses Pennsylvania and Ohio and Michigan and Wisconsin, which he's probably going to, we'll get to it. You know what? Let's get to it. You're Texas. missing what I'm saying. I know. I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying Florida isn't. You think you're putting the prestige that Florida normally has, Jonathan? They haven't gone wrong on a presidential election since like 1840 something. Yes, but all those records are made to be broken eventually. Is what I'm saying. I'm, just, I'm saying it's not going to be this year. I'll I think it is going to be this year be, just because, and we'll get to it when we get to the Midwest. Texas, Reg. Texas. Uh, I hear all this talk about Texas going blue. And Texas is a purplish state, but it is still going to go for Trump. That's what I have as well. The idea that, I'm um, again, uh, I'm from Missouri. The show, show me, me state. state. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because I just don't believe it. If Ted Until Cruz it can, happens, be, can beat. Um, I hate beat Beto. That's different. It's, Either way, it's. I think it's different. And Beto came the closest of from of unseating a Republican in Texas. Like I think the Beto effect. I think the change. What happened with Beto? That change was real. I think a more charismatic, a more experienced person probably beats Cruz. Like, I question how purple 
Texas really is. Because I feel like Austin and Houston and San Antonio, and San Antonio are overrepresented in this whole it's going purple. They're not overrepresentative. They are... No, they're over... I, I don't know the politics of Texas, but I feel like as a person who lived in North Carolina and kept hearing how North Carolina was going purple... I feel like it's the same way that people talk about North Carolina going purple. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Mecklenburg County and the Triangle and Asheville are very blue places. But that does not mean so, that North Carolina is So purple. here's the deal. The reason why Texas and North Carolina, because I was getting ready to compare it to North Carolina, is just like in North Carolina, in Texas, a lot of the blue areas are the suburbs of the big cities that are growing. But because people are transplants are moving to that area, it's accelerating the turn as it's yeah. the turn from red to purple to blue. Like that's the reason why Texas will I believe will be blue in like twenty years. Same thing with uh, North Carolina. North Carolina right now there are so many people who live in North Carolina now who didn't grow up there. Mm-hmm. And that's gonna accelerate it turning um, from red to purple to blue as well. Because when it comes down to it, you have all these northerners who are moving in, that and the in the uh, colleges. I mean, in North Carolina, if you have a university, a major university in your town, you're probably a blue town. Like that's just the way it is. I don't know. It's about that. dude. Winston Salem always goes blue. Raleigh Durham always goes blue. Mecklenburg County always goes blue. Asheville always goes blue. It's the other small places where are small colleges that don't. Like East Carolina is turning purple. Greenville, Pitt County is turning purple, but like... Okay. Hmm. Alright, let's fight through these last ones. Michigan. Uh, Biden. Uh, oh, I agree. Uh, Ohio. Biden. Because I think Biden's going to win the election. Uh... Actually, I, I kind of think we're all going to be surprised and Trump's going to win it. Pennsylvania. Biden. He doesn't lose Pennsylvania. See, I think if he wins Pennsylvania, I think it's over. Uh, Wisconsin. Trump. What? I think Wisconsin's. I haven't one. been paying attention to Wisconsin. It's one of his highest, Biden's highest poll. Like there was a poll that's just probably almost certainly not correct, but they had him uh, of likely voters. They had him up by seventeen points, which is insane. Okay, then I'll go. I'll change it to Biden. All right. Now before we do the big reveal, um, who wins? Who has? Who controls the Senate uh, on the day after the election? Is it fifty split? Is it I the think blue? If if, is it a blue wave? If it is a blue wave, or no, if I think if Biden wins, then he wins the Senate. So I'm gonna go. So I guess it really comes down to who do I think is gonna win? Do I think See, that I, Trump is gonna win? Again, I think you can win the Senate without winning. No, I don't think you can. There, there are more. There are more Republican seats that yeah, are. I, up. I think it's harder for them to control the Senate. The no, it's not. The of the of the like uh, of the ten most vulnerable seats. Eight of them are Republicans, and a bunch of Joni Orts in in, in um, Iowa, uh, the lady out in Arizona. Like those people are going to lose their seats. I I definitely think. And spoiler alert: Am I? I'm picking the Democrats. I think that they have a one to three senator advantage when when everything comes back, including the independents who caucus with them. Okay. Um. I think. You know what? I'm gonna be optimistic. And I'm going to say that, uh, you know, what what is it, piss or get off the pot or whatever? Yep. I'm going to go Democrats. What's your number? Mine's 53. And this is including oh. the people who uh, caucus I'd with have them. To, so. I'd have to look up, like, how many seats are in play. 23, I believe. 50, I'm saying 53 to 47 control of the Senate. So that's 51 Democrats, 2 Independents control the senate how many seats are up in the senate can we look that up real Let's quick go ahead how many i guess how many seats do republican to democrats need to win number of seats senate up so right now 53 and 47 including the two democrats there are 35 seats up there are 35 seats up in 2020 including special elections in arizona and georgia of which 23 of the 35 are held by uh, the GOP. Democrats will need to gain three to four to take control. So, t- so they need to do what to take control? Three or four. And I think they're going to win like six or seven seats. There are 35 seats, so they have to flip 23 seats. 
No, they don't. So it's their twenty. There are twenty-three seats that are held by the GOP, right? Right. So all they have to flip are like, uh, no, they only have to flip how many more? They they're at forty-seven right now. If they get four oh, seats, they're at forty-seven. They're at fifty-one. Okay. And I think they're getting at more than four. I think they're gonna. That's the reason why. So I think they have to hold six. their twelve and then take four. Yes. So are there four vulnerable Dem- Republicans basically? Graham, Tillis. Joni Ertz Joni in Ersten, Iowa, Iowa, Lady in Arizona, Arizona th- Purdue in Georgia. Mc, uh, McCaskill? Is she up? Uh, I don't think so. No, no, not McCaskill. In, in uh, uh, Maine. What's her name? Oh, Susan, Susan Collins. Collins. She's definitely up. Like, Kelly Loeffler. She's the one who I think is going to lose. And Cory Gardner in Colorado. He's he's uh, going against Hickenlooper. Who's going up against Hickenlooper? Cory Gardner in who, Colorado. Okay, is who's the incumbent? Well, he's the incumbent, he's incumbent. but Hickenlooper was the uh, governor. Right. So Doug I'm, Jones probably is going to lose. Although he's going against Tommy Tuberville. Doug Jones is going to lose. I don't know. Tommy Tuberville was the head coach at Auburn. Doug Jones is going to lose. You want to add that to the watch? call it, dude. Yes. I'm add it on because I think he's going to win. I'll put money on that. I think uh, black ladies will save him again. No, they won't. Because he went and threw them under the bus. The minute he got in the Senate. Don't think that's he started. Correct. He started being like, yeah, we got to work across the aisle and shit. No, he didn't. No, he did. He's voted against Trump. He voted for whatchamacallit. But he started supporting all, like, a bunch of his... No, look at his record. Look at his record. Listen, do you want this thing to go on? We haven't even gotten to the, okay. to the good part. Let's, let's move on. All right. So, okay, Lin- so... Can you bring up the list again? Good God, boy. Come on, man. It's an easy question to answer. Um, so, okay. I'll go... You said 53? I'm saying 53 to 47. Okay. I'm going to go... I forgot about John Cornyn. 56. Reggie saying... You know what? I'm going for a bloodbath. 56. 56? 56, though. 44? Yes. Wow. You're way more optimistic than I am. Putting your neck out. Uh, last but not least, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham loses. That's what I have as well. I think he's done for. All right, who wins it all, Reg? Like I said, um, I'm not going to, because I feel like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. You here. really are, because you said you think Trump's going to win, I but do, also. In my heart of heart, I think Trump is going to win. You have a million dollars to put in one side, but Biden I'm or ba- whatchamacallit. I'm, I'm going to be optimistic and put my money on Biden. That's weird. Uh, margin of victory, large, small. I think we'll know Tuesday night who won. So I think it's going to be... If 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 we don't know by Wednesday at like 4 o'clock, then Trump won. Because it's going to go to the courts and they're going to do their fuckery. So I'm saying it's going to be, yeah, Biden by, I don't know, 10, 15 points? No. Ten, yeah, 10 points. 10, 10 15. 10 to 15 electoral votes? No, no, no. Points. Like, well, like, that's why I wanted to bring up the map so I could... It's too much, Rich. Well, we then, don't have the time. I, I listen, I went out on a limb and said yeah. he's going to win by 20 electoral votes. Right around that number. That's not a lot of electoral... That's not yes, a landslide. Yes, it is. It's big enough for it not to matter. Yeah, but okay. Then I'm going to go 40, 35 electoral votes. Damn. I think it's... I think it's either going to be a surprise because Trump won... Or it's going to be a landslide. I, I don't think there's any middle ground in, in between those. I think what's going to happen is we're going to be like, oh, Florida and Ohio just went for Trump. Game over. Well, yeah, that's going to be an issue. Um, all right. Well, those are our predictions. We'll put up the... Um, the Actually, I think Pennsylvania. Like Pennsylvania's, it, If Pennsylvania goes for Trump, it's over. Yeah. I mean, that's just it. It doesn't matter what happens, whether... He could win Pennsylvania and lose Florida and still win. If he loses Pennsylvania, that means the Midwest is not going to go the way people right, think yeah. it's going to go. Because in my heart of hearts, I think that there are a lot of people who are lying about who they're going to vote for. Yes, you've told me that. I just don't think that's... I, I said that I last think, time and I was right. Yeah, well, we both said that last time. You weren't the only person out there. It's, I don't... What... I, and again, I think that's different. I think that's the difference between the candidates. People hate Hillary Clinton. On both sides. People don't hate Joe Biden. There's no one who really hates Joe Biden. There are people who don't like him. There are people who aren't inspired by him. But people went out of their way to vote against Hillary Clinton. Just as much as they went to vote for Trump. 
I think, if anything, I think Republicans showed up more to vote against Hillary than they did to vote for Trump. And that's the reason why I think this is different. Like, old Republicans, especially, like, your older generation, your 50, 60, 70-year-old people, he's a, he's a politician that they reckon. He's not Who, Biden? Biden. He's not some, like, social justice warrior. They know he's not going to... So you disagree with me that people are lying about who they're voting for. I think people are lying, but I don't think it's a significant portion. I think it is. I know. I, I, I don't I think people are I think anybody who says they're undecided in the last month was is voting for Trump. I think that there are a lot of people who are saying that they're either gonna sit it out or anybody who says they're setting it out is voting for Trump. Anybody I don't, see I don't agree with that. Anybody uh, and I think that there are a lot of there are a lot of uh, Republicans who are going, who are saying they're going to vote for Biden, because they don't, they know that Trump is a racist and a misogynist and all this, and they don't want to be called a, a racist and misogynist. Okay. And see, all see this. the thing about this is, like, I don't think that matters. Like, the, Biden, and this is the same thing I said in 2016 with Hillary Clinton. Biden, they don't need to turn Republicans onto their side to win. The Republicans already are an outsized. They're already a minority voting block. What they need to do, and what they've always needed to do, is get the Obama coalition back out. Because that's the reason why she lost. If she had just been able to keep young black voters, young voters, LGBTQ voters, Hispanic voters, if if they had come out for her, and 1% more mm-hmm. who had sat out, she would have won in all those states. Because it's not like Trump blew her out in the states that he won. Yeah, I suppose. Like, they don't need those. They don't need Republican voters to turn onto them. Any Republican voter that turns onto them is just a cherry on top, and there are lots of cherries okay. on top out there. We'll see. Like I, I hope I'm wrong, but but I, yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, now to end things, to end this episode, we want to do a little palate cleaner and just talk about some of the things we've been getting into, uh, some of the things that have been have interest us, uh, and we're gonna start with. Uh, since it is October, 31 days of Halloween, which is a challenge that many people do every year to watch 31 um, Halloween horror, Halloween-related movies. Um, some of the ones I watched this past week, uh, House on Haunted Hill, we watched mm-hmm. that, which is a fun ride. I forgot how great of a movie yeah. that is. Um, I watched uh, an 80s throwback, Chud, for the first time. It was <laughs> super interesting. Uh, it's a classic. It cult really, classic. and you know, and you can tell why by the end of it. Uh, had uh, one of the burglars from uh, uh, what's it called? Um, the movie where Home Alone. Home Alone. The tall, uh, wet bandit. He was in it. Great movie. Uh, and of course, I watched. I completed the entire Evil Dead series. Evil Dead One, Two, and then Army of Darkness. And it trips me out how good of how good those movies are it helps with having a great um a great director like sam raimi but army of darkness is just yeah. like it's so yeah. campy it's and then i signed up for shutter uh finally and um watch haunt uh you're next we watched that that was a great yeah a great movie you're next because we there was this list of like horror movies that you know kind of mount everest type best horror movie things and I was like man there are a bunch on this list that I haven't watched so I'm going to knock that out and Haunt was on there uh, no Haunt wasn't but Your Next was We're Still Here another great another movie another great movie um, I also watched Nosferatu the um, like the 1913 ni- or- yeah 1922 it'd be 100 years in 2 years 100 years old in 2 Nosferatu. years yeah uh, it was an interesting movie I I we've been rating them I've been rating them that's one I didn't rate because I just I don't know how you rate something that old well that's the thing it's just so it's it's so far removed from any experience that you've ever had because by the time you were born cinema was so different exactly even like 80s cinema just blows that away because there's so little that they could do there's no editing back then it's just like well this is what happened so you know but it was interesting to watch Uh, I, I do recommend it um, what else? Anything else notable? Um, and of course, uh, I mean, oh, there's lots of classics that we've rewatched. We watched Annabellum. Uh, yeah, Annabellum. Oh, fucking horrible. Reds didn't like it. I I got it. It was fine. Um, I mean, it's not a great movie. It's not a great movie. Yeah. I I would give it. I would have given it a f- 
I mean, I think it's a, just as far as horror movies go. And it's you know a five. what it, I think it is, or what I realized about horror. The one of the reasons I like horror is look at look at Fiona just, just getting up on the couch. Like we're not sitting here in the room. Like we don't you, see you on the we couch. We don't see you on the couch. The couch you are not supposed to be on. Anyway, the reason I like horror is because well, one of the reasons I guess is is in part because it's escape. You know, kind of from reality. You know, because like you be know, like as bad as things are, they're not that bad. So one of the things I don't like is when horror is too close to home, mm. if that makes any sense. See, I so like that's why I don't like torture porn because I know that because I think with a lot of the torture porn, I feel like that has happened to somebody. I, it definitely has happened to someone, with the exception of supernatural stuff and even some of that. Um, like Hostel was based on a real movie. Uh, the guy who direct wait, wait, you mean real incident? Real incident. So the director and producer who did that was researching this place in like Thailand or Cambodia, something yeah. like that, where basically tourists were being kidnapped and people were paying, like you know, like yeah. criminal elements were paying for vacations where people would just you know be able to do whatever the fuck they wanted to do to someone. And so obviously they hyped it up to make it you know right. m- more intense and stuff. But like you're like yeah this. Someone did this. Yeah, and that's why I don't... And, that's and why someone I, has definitely done this throughout right. time. And that's one of the reasons why, like, Annabellum was just... Like, I don't find... I don't. It's weird to say I don't find misery entertaining, but, like, I don't find... I don't find anything entertaining where it's like, this can happen or might have happened. See, I, I disagree with that, because, like, I, I... Like, Hunt is a great example. Like, do I think there are people who are picking up folks and hunting them down i wouldn't be surprised if that happened but it is so the 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 premise of the movie and all that is kind of so outlandish that you say haunt or the hunt the hunt did i say hunt no 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 you said i'm pretty sure you said hunt but i was like but like it's so cartoonish not cartoonish but it's like it's so far removed from reality that i can believe that you know like yeah I, i don't correlate the two well here's the deal i don't mind uh, a scary movie that touches home a little bit. Um, it kind of reminds me of like this is more fantastical because of the surgery element of it. But like I think about Get Out, like the idea that there are people like taking prime minorities out of, of mm-hmm. society to you know to control them, and that's the reason why I don't think I had as much as a not that I didn't have a problem with Antebellum. It's one of those things where it's like and, and watching some of the director's explanation and some of the producers where the people are just like we didn't want to go soft on something as if to downplay the horror of what the experience of slavery or whatever is right and i get that and i guess for me like i'm just tired of like i'm tired of the black entertainment with the backdrop of the oppression that black people have had to deal with like that's one of the reasons I watched like three episodes of um, Lovecraft Country, Country and yeah. stopped watching it because it's like I just don't I don't need that. black entertainment to be f- full of race like I get racism like that's not I I watch entertainment to get away from that shit you know I want well, an I mean, interesting I, story I, I don't have it's, a... it's why I stopped watching Black Lightning too because like oh my god well, what I you mean, guys are doing is you oppression and me both. you and me both but my thing is I don't mind with that being a setting. As long as it's not every setting, and as long as the story itself is intriguing. And that, I think, is the problem with Antebellum. It's not so much that it was, like, graphic as far as horror. Because, I mean, lots of horror is graphic. I don't think that black directors or black artists and art shouldn't be able to use their experience the same way that white people are able to use their experience when it comes to horror and stuff yeah, like but that. Like, could let you, imagine, let, let could you imagine like Annabelle but with like Jewish people and the like, Holocaust? There are tons of Nazi horror movies. There are tons of them. Well, okay, but I'm talking about like a theme park where you get to beat up Jews. I'm sure that that movie exists. Like, I'm, I'm sure that movie exists where it's like you're beating up different types of European undesirables, whether they're, they're the Roma, the they're Jews, or, you know, what have you. That's not my problem. My problem is, is that... Is it okay to say Jews? Yeah. Do you um, to say Jewish people? I don't... I feel like I've tweeted... I've, I've searched this before, and the answer is yes. Regardless, 
We mean no offense. We mean no offense if they if that if I am incorrect on that. Um, the point I'm making it the problem I had with Antebellum was just it was too predictable. You saw what had like you got it. Yeah. You got it from the previews if you're if you if we're being correct. You got it from the previews. Or even more so as you're watching the movie. Like what? How, I've, how I've, far was it? Seventeen minutes in, and if that, if that, and then I called it, and, and everyone else was like, "Yeah, it's, this is this is." No, everybody else was like, "That's not it." Oh, well, in the watch party, and then as it kept moving, they're like, "Ah, oh, damn, damn it, it. where did yeah. you call it?" Yeah, those Carson <laughs> boys. Yeah, um, but yeah, well, enough of that. Uh, what um, what are some of the movies? We only have two days two days left. What are some of the movies that you haven't watched that you are going to watch before it's all said and done? Like for me. Um, 28 days later, I'm going to watch that tonight, if not tomorrow. Got to see Dawn of the Dead. I'd like to watch The Exorcist. I'm definitely watching The Exorcist because every year I put it off. Uh, Exorcist is always my the one I'm going to watch at the end. And like my problem is, like I get towards the end and I don't finish the the challenge. Like I always get to like day 20, 21, and then it's just something happens. I just don't finish it. So, but I am going to finish with The Exorcist. Um, we're watching Train to Busan tonight for the watch party. Um, I do kind of want to do a, uh, like, like a Final Destination, um, a Final Destination marathon. Yep. But yeah, and then I think I'm probably going to continue on into November a bit because there are a bunch of other movies I kind of want to see. I I think I want to watch Cube again, but... eh. Oh, definitely want to watch Cube again. But, um... I think what I've liked most about this year is watching... There's so many movies I, I hadn't seen before. Um, or movies that, like, either you recommended or I recommended to you. It was fun to watch. Like, um, uh, Grave Encounters. Ooh, Grave Encounters. One and, and two. two. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I'm... I'm this has been a, a fun uh, 31 Days of Horror. Or 30 Days of Horror. 31. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see Train to Busan and definitely uh, 28 Days Later in Exorcist. Um, sports, this is just for me. Packers 5-1. and one. What's up? That one was a very ugly one. Uh, Manchester United is in charge of their Champions League group after going 2-0. and oh, Put five goals past um, Leipzig. Uh, and they play Arsenal after tying or drawing with uh, Chelsea last week. So hopefully beat Arsenal beat the um, Turkish team we're playing on on Wednesday and then we'll have a nice little uh, international break um, I'm sorry I fell asleep well I'm sorry not I'm everyone can not everyone <laughs> can go through life without having a sports team yeah. gaming I finished this game Zero Dawn uh, it was it's an old game it came out in like 2017 uh, Horizon Zero Dawn uh, that's the name of the movie, uh, game. Came out in 2017. Yeah, and uh, it was one of the best. Like it started out, there are a lot of things, and the, there's a lot of things in the game that I kind of complain about. Like one of the aspects is like this, these wall ca- crawling like things where you have to jump on, like um, the environment and climb up to these weird heights and do all these things, which is hella fun. My problem is it's not very intuitive because there are times where you're like, I c- they've drawn the environment in a way where you're like, why can I not jump over this? Why can I not climb this? What's going on then? And then there are times where you get to a point where because of the way the environment is shaded and, and colored, you don't know where you're supposed to go next. You know, like there have been times where I got to a place and it was nighttime and I just had to wait till day because I was like, I knew I was in the right place. Just can't see. But I just can't see worth a damn. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of frustrating. And then I hate their their quest system because you can only have one active quest. So even if you're in an area where you could do multiple quests at once. You can only do the one that's activated. Yeah, that is kind of stupid. You know, because that is a tutorial, same the, thing. Right, because one of the things is your tutorials are quests. You know, like you get a new weapon, and it's like this is how we'll teach you how to use this weapon, right? So it'll be so like I would get a new weapon and be like, okay, I need to kill X number of watchers using this weapon with this special attack. So I would do it, 
but because I was I didn't have it activated because I was do, like clearing out the area for some other quest I didn't get credit for it and I was like you know what fuck this noise you know it's like so I just didn't finish <laughs> the tutorials He's like done <laughs> yeah you know and that kind of sucked but uh, other than that but that's I guess my only complaints really for the game but like oh and I could tell like that this is a game that could have been Red Dead Redemption 2 you know because in Red Dead your decisions that you make the way you play the game affects the outcome of the game yeah you know but like I felt like they started that and for whatever reason just didn't finish it so you know there were times where it's like I was making a decision and you're like, do I want to save this person? Do I want to be merciful? Or do I just want to waste this this mofo? And then, like, halfway through the game, I was like, do my decisions make any difference? Because I was like, I was noticing that as I was making a decision, it didn't seem to affect anything. So I looked it up, and they're like, yeah, it doesn't matter. And then, like, she complains about the weather all the time. And I was like, am I playing this game wrong by not changing out my outfits? You know, because there were, like, four outfits that I just kept in regular rotation. Mm -hmm. And it turns out, no, the weather, she just complains about the weather. <laughs> so, that all said, it's an amazing game because the world is fantastic. And they do so much to build the world. Uh, it's like a post-apocalyptic post world where you think you know what's going to happen. You get to the end and it is nothing at all like the the fall is basically like the fall of man and you're trying to find her uh uh horizon dawn to find out how they saved the world because the machines are coming back to destroy the world all over again and you're trying to find out how they did it the first time so that you can do it again to save the world and just uncovering that story it's one of the best stories one of the best stories in a game I've ever played. And I'm looking forward so much to the sequel next year. So yeah, I I know it's an old mo old game, but... Pick it up! Pick it up. Pick it up. It's amazing. And like, I don't play through games again. I'm probably going to play through this again. I love playing through games again. But this is one I enjoyed watching you play. I probably won't play it just because I have so much stuff. Plus, I just restarted playing through uh, Witcher 3. Also, next week, I'm now that my rig is all up and working properly, I'm going to be um, finishing my character in WoW, finally getting my first character to 60 while everyone else in my crew has like three characters to 60. Yeah. I moved my uh, main in retail while over to a server with Flattis and Susan Sprinkle, and I'm going to play Shadowlands when that comes out in the end of November. It's funny because I'm going to play Shadowlands only be to hold me over to when WoW Classic releases Burning Crusade. So that's just kind of a funny thing to me. But anyways, but that's that. Um, anything else? I think that's it. There's some new music that just came out. Um, Future Islands, a band that was formed at East Carolina, came out with their latest track, uh, latest album, As Long As You Are. It's fantastic. Tony just Newsome had a... Yep. Her album. With uh, Bethany Clark, uh, their album. What's it called? I want to say Desert Wasteland, but I know that's not what it's called. Um, but it's a fantastic album. Yeah. Let me do some album. And then I think next time we'll talk about like some TV stuff. Because like, I want to talk about um, The Boys and Lower Decks. Material Flats. That's what it was the called. Album. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I wish it was a little bit longer, but, you know, for first uh, go-through, it's fantastic. Also, Open Mike Eagle came out with his latest album, Anime, Trauma, and Divorce. It's a very personal album. It's very good. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I'm a Joe Stars, obviously. I favorite. hate that song now because you play it so much. I'm a Joe Star. I think one of my favorites on there is the Black Mirror you ruined my ruined marriage. My marriage. <laughs> it's so fucking That's hilarious. And I love that he won't tell people which which episode it is. And I'm thinking it's either the one where the two guys play video yeah, games. Yeah, that's what I think. Or it's the one with the husband who dies and comes back as a whatchamacallit, as a robot. Oh. That's my uh, other one. Uh, sweatpants Superman. I'm um, Sweatpants Spider-Man is another uh, 
one that's written based on uh, the Into the Spider-Verse Peter Parker, who comes mm-hmm. back all depressed. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, but this has been a great show. Um, we will be back next week to talk post-election uh, to see how things are going, assuming the country's not in the civil war. We didn't even put whether there'll be violence on after the election as I a I think uh, there question. will be violence. There will be blood. I think if... I think... Yeah, I think there's going to be violence regardless. I, I just question how... I think... Like, there's going to be one or two incidences. I don't think it's going to be, like, civil war. I don't think it'll be civil war, but I definitely think someone's going to do something stupid and shoot up a place. Um, someone's going to be like, they were celebrating too loud! Yeah. And, you know. Um, but, you know, we're going to enjoy our election night. We're going to do some soba made from scratch. We're going to do pot stickers. We're going to have a night of it. So we encourage you to do the same. Get out and vote if you haven't already voted. Or vote on Election Day. You know, just well, make I mean, sh- that's really your only choice. Unless you can vote on Saturday. Or Sunday. Most uh, in Texas and in um, lots of states, you, it, early voting goes all the way to, through Sunday. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but as we say, uh, speak your truth. Tell your story. And stay woke. Say woke. Say woke. This one is for you, Constancio D. It's all for you, Constancio D.